This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Australia's best titbit. Without the tits. Catching up on Joy 94.9. Become a Joy member so we can give you the best shows every day. The world's most uplifting station. Call 1300 Joy 949. Joy 94.9. And now on Joy 94.9, it's time for Catching Up with your hosts, Dolly Adamson, Brett Scriber and Jamie Lewis. Well, hello there. Welcome along to Catching Up on Joy with Dolly and Brett. Nice to have you here. Hello, Dolly, my darling. How are you? Is there anyone out there? Why do you say that? Do you see dead people? Because we're catching up on spooky. <laughs> it's all spooky, isn't it, darling? It is a little spooky. Oh, I'm excited. Are you excited? I, I am. I am absolutely excited tonight. Mm-hmm. What's on the show tonight, darling? Well, spooky stuff, darling. Yes. We've got a little... Well, you're going to talk about that spooky show. What's it called? It is The mm-hmm. Fabulous American um, American Horror Story. And this is the second season now, mm. Asylum. Yes, I'm it's looking quite forward fabulous. to that. And I'm maybe going to talk about the Lunatic Asylum oh, yes. at Aradale. Yes. Did you know that there's one there, sweetheart? I did not know that. Look, listen and learn, darling. You're going to be spookily educated tonight. <laughs> We've hey. also got a lovely Jackie. She's from Lantern Ghost Tours. Ooh. She's our guest tonight. She's our very special guest. Hey, yes. what is coming up on the music? Because I have, I'm going to talk a little bit later about the Disco Appreciation Society. Yes, that's right. Because what do we play here always, my dear? Well, a little bit of disco, a little bit of funk, a little bit of, you know, do up, do up do up. Oh yes. And in fact our first song Sweetheart's going to be a little do up song and this is from Clary Brown and the Banging Rackets. Yes and who She's are they my She's a local band dear? darling, local sweetie. Yes. She's an Australian nine-piecer. Nine Soul, right. rhythm and blues, pop, do up and uh, jumpy blues I think they call it darling. Anyway <laughs> this is her new song Sweetheart. Yes. It's um, f- called Walk of Shame. Oh, fabulous. And you're on Catching Up on Joy 94.9. I tiptoed from your door Now before I put my clothes from the floor Joy 94.9 The Walk of Shame with Clary Brown and the banging rackets. You're on Catching Up on Joy 94.9 with Dolly and Brett. No Jamie tonight though, sweetheart. Yes, well she's somewhere in Los Angeles, I think. (gasps) Yes, anyway, she's up high in the sky. From LA to New York to New York to LA. Another beautiful disco song. (laughs) So Clary Brown and the banging rackets, did you like her? I loved her. She's fabulous. Local girl, nine-piecer, as I said. Now we're putting all our songs up on our webpage, aren't we, darling? Yes, and that's obviously catching up on Joy. Yes, on, on our on, Facebook page, is on that the right, Facebook, Yes. Because we only play disco and funk, and mm-hmm. obviously we like having a few Australian artists thrown in That's right. as well. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Jamie likes to pop in a couple of little dub ones every now and then, doesn't he, just quietly. <laughs> what did we have true by Spender Ballet last week? Yeah. Well, yes, keep him happy. Nothing oh, wrong with that, sweetheart. It was st- very difficult. <laughs> he's very difficult, darling. Oh, he's a one, isn't he, sweetheart? <laughs> so the dis- 
Fresco Appreciation yes. Society. So, so who I caught, I caught up on the weekend with um a fa- my sports. fabulous old boss who now works in Singapore and, and he was here visiting Melbourne, mm. and he's got a very dear friend Moira. Moira. And Moira, darling, mm. was telling me about the fabulous Disco Appreciation Society. And I said, who is this Disco Appreciation Society? And it's a club or a page yes. on Facebook. Mm. You can apply to become a member mm. if you're into into disco. The wonderful Wes manages the page. Yes. And all the uh, members are posting really... Way out. I mean, some of the well-known disco hits mm-hmm. of the of the seventies and the early eighties, but then you get some beautiful little nuggets that just pop up. Kind of like the ones we play here, darling, on our show. I think we're definitely a little on bit the of same Harold page. Melvin and the Blue Notes. Would they be popping that oh, one up? Oh, look, on their I think disco dis- appreciation. I think disco text and the sexolets. <laughs> definitely <laughs> get dancing with you. Any type of Edward Star, yeah. Chic. Right. Um, okay, so our friend requested Niles them. Rogers. Um, Absolutely. I'm hoping they're going to accept me, personally. I hope so as well. Should I put in a good word for Wes? Really no, do you? No. Now, flatmates, darling. Oh, uh, yes. You're talking Moira. She wasn't a flatmate, but no. you had some others. Is that right, darling? You had a houseful. We've had a houseful for the Goodness last two me. weeks. We've had one group of guests came mm-hmm. and then they left and then a day later another group swamped in you shouldn't have left the door open <laughs> this is what happens it. when you're too hospitable Dolly one must always lock the door darling <laughs> and hide in the bathroom hasn't anyone ever taught you that look it's um it's it has been really lovely has having it? everyone stay it has been because yeah it's the, always guess, nice for the company but um but always nice to see them go but it's been very quiet now and, I, and I'm really tired because even when they're easy guests which tired they were mentally darling what do you mean easy oh, because darling? you have to make sure loose. everyone's having a nice time there's wine in the fridge oh, there's food know. in the table it's there's go, clean go, towels go, go 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 yes but which job did you do darling and which jobs did you let them do that's always um, the problem I find oh, I see I'm one of those hosts that you have to do everything yeah like a control freak are you saying something, Dolly? <laughs> no, I'm just saying perhaps you might be like one when it comes to that, sweetheart, darling. Three day tea rule. Two for two and two for tea. Three day rule, darling, though, with guests, eh? You know, they go off like fish after three days. Well, no, no, these were these were beautiful guests. These were my Oh, partners. look, whatever, they're listening. Okay, we like that. That's good. We need more people fabulous. to listen. And there you oh, go. But there is a three day rule, darling. I have lost a friend <laughs> or two or three yes. over overstaying my welcome. Okay, all right. Yes. Well, I have to be honest with you. These yes. are beautiful the, guests and, and they can still come friends? back at any time. Are they Absolutely. Still friends? Absolutely. And if they're listening tonight, all the good. Good on them. <laughs> Don't bother coming back too soon, though. What, what else? You've Piss got, off. You've got your lovely note. You've, you've got your lovely notebook. <laughs> What's with all your I don't, scratches well, I and scratches? I just can't read my writing, that's all, darling. All right. um, uh, well, I was going to talk about yes. Impossible, I've seen, where we are catching up, aren't oh, yes. <laughs> we, darling, in a spooky now, sort of a way? Now, this is... I love your day, Medna, by yes, the way. Yes, thank you. Um, this is the Tsunami film, isn't it? The Tsunami. Yes. 2004, that was. It just felt like yesterday that we were waking wow. up on Boxing Day to that hideous tragedy. It was awful. And someone asked me, how many people drowned again? And I said, oh, it was about 7,000. That's why you should never really ask me any of those facts no. and figures because it was actually 240. Thousand people uh, in fourteen countries got so swept quarter, away. Almost a quarter of a million people died because of the tsunami. How sad! Hideous. But the impossible film is fabulous. So it's a, obviously you know what do you call it? Those are look catastrophic films that you like, darling, isn't it? Well, it's catastrophe not really film, a disaster. Really? Film. Oh, disaster film like the Towering Inferno. It's more Inferno. of a 
Because this is based on a, a real-life family who... Yes, a Spanish family, yes. darling, who were clinging on to the palm trees. And they all got lost and then they all found each other again. Fabulous film. Oh, my God. Catching up with me. That's what I did. Did you get out, darling? Um, no, I haven't because we've been entertaining. Yes. But we are going to see Django Unchained yes. this Friday night. Right. Um, because I've had all these, I've got these free movie tickets, and yes. I and I've gone, oh, best to use them. Yeah, all must um, use those, they're going. Sweetheart, you must use. Huh? Hey, but tonight, Tuffy Turner. Tonight's all about catching up on Spooky or mm-hmm. catching up with Spooky. Mm-hmm. And you found a wonderful little gem by the fabulous Mo Gaffney. Now, who's Mo Gaffney again? Well, she's a comedian, darling, and she did a bit of yes. for Absolutely Fabulous. But she was in the Ruby Wax show playing the intrepid reporter Taffy Turner. And she infiltrates like a psychic medium. And, oh. and this psychic medium um, gets possessed by none other than there's no business like show business, lady Ethel oh, Merman. Oh, look, I think you're listening to Joy 94.9. Let's have a little listen to Taffy Turner, Inside America. Taffy Turner, Inside America. And as they say in America, K Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Was Doris Day a psychic? I think not. So join me now on my peek into the future. Oh, and by the way, I predict this will be a fascinating show. Let's go. Now, Ethel Reed is a very unusual name. How did you get that name? Where's it from? Is it a family name? Well, my parents uh, were actually, uh, had met at one time Ethel Merman. Oh, I see. And uh, so she became a friend of our family. And so I I was named after her. At times, I can feel her in me. I can feel her. She's passed on now. Yes. And I can feel her in me. Would you call her? Well, I really don't like to do that because it's not something that I call her. It's something that she embodies me. Right. And I... I, uh, But we'd love to have her here and have her sing. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Thank you so much. Ethel Merman, please come to us. There's no business like show business. (laughs) Please come. Mmm, Ethel, please come. No, no business. Mm. I know everything about a business. Mmm, come. Please come. Mmm. Ah. Hello, Taffy. Oh, be swell. You'll be great. Gonna have the whole world on a plate. Starting here. Joy, Joy 94.9. You're catching up on Joy 94.9 with Dolly and Brett. I can't get next to you by the Temptations. Oh, my God. Ow. Love the Temptations. They're, they're fabulous, aren't they, Dolly? And, of course, they were famous for My Girl. Yes. So that's the Temptations I remember more of. The Motown. More of the, that whole Motown, Motown sugar kind of pie, feel, honey yeah. bunch, like all yeah. of that. Get ready. Yeah. Oh, get ready is awesome. Ain't too proud to beg. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Well, that, that little number came out, wasn't that? 1969, sweetheart. I'll tell you what. Oh, my they're God. They were on top of it then, weren't they, sweetheart? They were so, I have to say, like Motown and that whole, what was predominantly black music mm. was so far ahead of what everyone else was doing. Oh, yes, darling. Because there was that whole, like, rock mm. stuff, oh, like, never, or the whole... You really listened to all uh, that, did just, you? It wasn't really my cup of tea. It's our cup of tea, was no, it? And that's no. obvious, let's face it. 
Darling, um, it's we're catching talk- spooky. It's catching up on spooky. Yes, yes. yes. And we're going to get another a spooky girl in soon. Oh yes. Yes. Now that's the fabulous Jackie from Lantern Ghost Tours will be yes. in later on tonight. Yes. She's going to talk about her sightings. But we're going to talk about a TV show. Now we don't normally do horror because we normally leave that to sci-fi and Sci-fi scream. Sci-fi yes. But we decided to talk about spooky, and one of my favourite shows at the moment is the American Horror Story. Mm. Now, Dolly, did you see the first season? Darling, I did. I did. I saw bits of the first season. Yeah. Okay. It was the first season wasn't. I think the second season's better. Do you reckon? It's completely I, different, isn't it? I, what I like about it mm. now, um, American Horror Story is based by Mr. Murphy and Falchuk. Now, Murphy has done Glee and Nip Tuck. Right. So, and um, Falchuk has been in. I've I've gone blank. Anyway, basically, what they've done is it. The first season centred about a haunted house, basically. Mm. But the great thing is the same actors yes. are in the second season, but as completely different Completely different storyline, isn't it, darling? Different storyline. This is all based mm. in an asylum. Yes. Whereas the first season was all set in, like... In like the haunted house. In, in yeah. like, current-day Los Angeles. Mm. The Asylum begins in 1964 at the Briarcliff Mental Institution. Yes. And it follows the stories, patients and doctors and nuns who occupy it. And then obviously they mix up the events of what was happening today and um, what happened in 1964. And I just want to play a little bit of a promo mm-hmm. about it to get a good feel of the show. Lovely. may have changed, Doctor, but the nature of evil has not. We have a problem. A little sapphic reporter. I have an excellent memory, yeah? We'll see about that. You're right. She is a noisy You're mistaken. If you think that by making me an accomplice to this, I won't report what I've seen here. Do you ever dream of escaping? There is no way out. There's a big storm heading our way. This is our chance. And when it hits... Half of you are going to be too afraid to move. Where do you think you're going? Rest up, dear. You're going under the knife in the morning. You'll need your strength. American Horror Story Asylum. Oh, wow. Spooky. <laughs> it's, it's a bit gory too, it, isn't it? Look, it is. It is. It is so gory mm, in mm. scenes, and it's quite shocking. Mm. I actually find in some scenes, and you're really fighting. There's some characters like, "Oh no, don't do that!" Mm. And it all sort of happens. Now, some of the stars, and this is what I really like about it. They've chosen some great actors and actresses. Yes, um, Zachary Quinto, who's an openly gay actor who played a gay character in the first season, plays um, a doctor, quite a twisted doctor in this season. Joseph Fiennes plays uh, the Monsignor who runs Mm -hmm. um, the show. The fabulous Jessica Lange. Well, that's the only reason to watch it, isn't it? Oh, my God. She's just so amazing. And she plays a sister Jude or Judy Martin. Mm. And um, look, Chloe Savini... 
um, no, does a little yes, guest no, cameo. Yes, we, we did her little, um, because she was in the transsexual movie. Yes. Or transsexual TV series. Yes. So she plays a killer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's... Um, a bit of a weird character she's got done, isn't it? <laughs> well, she loses her legs, bit. doesn't it, sweetheart? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's not a bit, nice. But what I love about this, this is an old-fashioned horror story. Mm. Like, this is, it does, like, you have to look away... It scares you. You don't know what happens next. But the characters and the stories, how they all intertwine, it's really well written. And it's quite interesting because, you know, Murphy has done a lot of Glee. And when you see Glee, it's all about singing and dancing mm-hmm. at school. Mm-hmm. Um, high school musical, basically, for the gays. Um, and obviously, he did Nip Tuck as well. Did you ever watch Nip Tuck? No, darling, not my thing. I love Nip Tuck. Mm. The last season, I think, was a real letdown. And it sort of went off the rails for a bit because... That's when the writers' strike was happening in Los Angeles. So there was this one sort of patched together rather badly um, season. Um, But I really like how they've um, come together. So they've really been inspired by, like, the Sharon Tate murders, Mm. that whole gory side. And I like that Murphy talks about... um, In times of, and I like this quote that he said, in times of economic anxiety, if you look at the template, two genres flourish, the horror and the musical. And I think people want to either be scared or completely forget about their troubles. So I really like that idea of of how he's, and because he's done it so well, he's done this amazing musical glee. I mean, I think that's gone off the rails now personally. But he's really reinvented the horror mm. story. I love it. I think the fact that it's set in an asylum. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can't get more spooky than that. Oh, my God. Really. I mean, the horrors that they inflicted on those poor people. Uh, what about the conversion scene where the doctor's trying uh, to convert the lesbian um, from being a lesbian? It's pretty graphic yeah. and it's really... And, mm. and and the thing of it is, Dolly, it was, it's set in nineteen sixty four. They've got a lesbian couple. In oh there, yes, and but that that is just a part of the times that they you know they weren't allowed to be lesbians, so that you know they had to try and convert them. Were Absolutely. lesbians really? I'd like to know were lesbians actually put into the institutions then? Well, I can tell you for a fact that there was unfortunately. Um, there are experiments done. Um, they tried to use lobotomy. Oh, for the gays. To convert the gays. Yeah. But as they found out that when you had the operation, you just became a vegetable. Right. So they realised it didn't work. And thankfully, we live in far more enlightened times. And it's quite interesting. This is quite a, like, it's a very dark show. Mm. But what I found interesting is Murphy just can't help a song and dance. And I'm going to play another thing. Now, this is yes. so random. This is not what the show's about at all, but I have to play it because we're quite camp here on Catching Up. Yes. And there's this scene that breaks out with the Jessica Lang character, and she just breaks out a song. I'm not going to ruin it how, but this is fabulous song. Jessica and I'm just Lang breaks out now. a song. She breaks she? out a song, and it's a is song. This is her singing. This is her singing, and Fantastic. it's a song from the 60s called The Name Game, and it's been updated to suit the show, and you're enjoying 94.9. The name game Judy, 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 Bo Booty, Banana, Fana, Fo Foodie, Fifa, Mo Moody, Judy. Lana, 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 Bobana, Banana, Fana, Fo Fana, Fifa, Mo Nana, Lana. Come on, everybody. I say, now let's play. I can make a rhyme out of anybody's name. 
Listen to us right around the nation. Joy 94.9. You're on Catching Up on Joy 94.9 with Dolly Brett and... Uh, yes. The, who have we got coming in at the moment? Oh, Someone well. spooky, the lovely Jackie, haven't we? I know. And Jackie, this song's just for you to get us in the mood tonight. Who are you going to call? I'll give it some volume. Here we go. <laughs> it's got Jackie coming in the room. <laughs> all the way from Lantern Ghost Tours. She's going to do some ghost busting. There's yes. a few ghosts here. Well, there's probably lots of moths, really, in the well, studio, I think darling. There is, there's darling. not many ghosts, do you think? Jackie, welcome to Joy. Welcome How aboard, are you? Sweetheart. It's a pleasure to be here. I forgot my proton pack, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, tell us a little bit about the tours. Is there, is there anywhere particular you go to? Do you, do you get to choose the tours or do you have a range? What's happening? Oh, gosh, we go all over the place. We've yeah. got regular public tours that we go to in Melbourne, Williamstown. Mm-hmm. Altona, Point Cook, and the J Ward Lunatic Asylum. Oh my God. Point, yes, now that's an Arradale, isn't it, darling? Uh, hang on, I just want to get back. Yes. Point Cook, isn't that a new housing estate? <laughs> well, <that's> like, <laughs> it is, it is, but right well, at built the end, on? right yeah. at the end of the housing estate, is a very old building. Point yeah, Cook yeah. Homestead built in the 1850s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows it's there. And recently, no. the mm. owners complained to me because the water was cut off. Some of the builders had forgot they were at the end of the street and just said, no. oh, there's no one living there. Yeah. Water oh went off. Oh my God. It wasn't the ghost, it was actually the builders that cut mm, off the water. No, it was oh. the builders that time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't blame the ghost though, can't you, darling? Um, so, darling, J Ward, now that grabbed my attention because I've got a couple of little tickets to go to the good little ghost tours up oh. at Aradale, darling. That Aradale. spooky little town Fabulous. which is just near. Ballarat, kind of, in a spooky sort of a way. Yes. That's right. Now, yeah, now from Jay Ward is what? It was uh, part of the uh, Lunatic Asylum or what's the guy? Well, Ararat's a very scary place. Yeah. It's a tiny town, but they have the Aradale Lunatic Asylum for the yes. insane. Yeah. Then they've got the Jay Ward Lunatic Asylum for the criminally insane. Yes. Oh so you can goodness. choose your scare level, I guess. Um, we run the tours at the Jay Ward Lunatic Asylum. We oh. stay overnight sometimes. But yeah. um, the scariest thing is they also have an operational jail there. So, yeah. um, you know, it's a lot of strange buildings in a tiny Is town. Is the jail still operate there, does it? They have got a jail that still operates. Right, but that jail ward isn't a part of that anymore. No, that was for the it criminally was, insane. Yes. And that's uh, closed down now. That's it's a museum. Down. Now, mm. uh, yes, it, it, um, around 13,000 people passed away in in that area, in that actual construction, didn't it, over 130 mm-hmm. years. It's only just been closed down, just re- oh, real, really? Really? Like 1996 or something, That's wasn't it? That's right. They oh closed it down, popped them all out onto the streets and... Um, popped yes. them all into Melbourne, didn't they? they popped did. them on the bus. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe the, here in the studio, the I'm not sure. Well, well, I'm sure a lot of them came <laughs> out. But the psychiatric treatment changed, didn't it, darling? So, you know, they, you know, they got yes. them off the table, basically, and started talking to them, I guess, in a spooky sort of a way. Mm-hmm. But, so, Yes. So, so I want to know, because I've got a few questions about spirits and, and like, how do you know when your house is haunted? Like, like how do you know when there's there's um, spirits or something inhabiting, something supernatural, I you should say? You haven't had anything happen in your house, darling. No. You, you just said you had a few flatmates. Probably, I've, yeah, well, I've had some funny flatmates. But no, I've lived in a couple of older houses in my time, but I always put it down to old timber floorboards or possums in the roof or... You do, you're a sceptic, is that what you're saying? I'm a bit of a sceptic. Oh, I want to be sold. Jackie. <laughs> I want to be sold, Jackie. Come on. Well, I, I guess at the at a basic level, it's the energy. Usually you can yeah, walk yeah. into a place, you just pick up on the energy. Even if it's not haunted, you just know if something bad's happened in that room. Yeah, but there's yeah. a lot of deadwood people, full stop, don't you think? 
Living and dead, That's exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, a lot of the time people have uh, the basic stereotypical things, lights going on and off, yep. mm-hmm. um, you know, plumbing playing up. I'm talking about the house here, not the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, strange <laughs> footsteps, lights. That's, that's at a very basic level. But I do get a lot of reports from people who see full-blown apparitions. Mm. Yeah. And when you repeatedly have the same apparition over and over seen by different people, that's when you know you've got something paranormal occurring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for example, I lived in a haunted house five years years ago and I kept seeing a little girl in the house and you know for a while I dismissed that I thought maybe maybe I'm watching too much American horror I'm not sure (laughs) but then my friend stayed over saw the same little girl my mother stayed over saw the same girl light started going on and off and um, I started to get woken up by this apparition so I think when people live in a haunted house it's pretty it's pretty clear it's pretty obvious oh tell us more about that so when you say you saw a little girl Mm -hmm. did you see like the shadow or an actual like you actually thought it was someone there then blink I thought it was someone there. Yeah, a full-blown little girl just standing there staring at me. Yeah. And it was pretty unnerving when she wouldn't respond back when I was talking to her. So why do they wake you up in the night for, Donnie? Why can't you see them in the daytime? I know, it's a shame. What's that about? uh, No, spirits are around (laughs) us all the time. My personal theory is our senses are heightened at night time. Yep, yep. Because everything's darker, you know? All of a sudden your hearing's on high alert, your eyes are alert So it has to be kind of a thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even right now I notice there's a lot of glass around us. It's quite yeah. dark in that corner behind you, Dolly. Yeah. Oh, God. And I've been wondering whether or not. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but in all honesty, radio waves and television waves yes. actually do attract spirits as well. They don't have their own energy source. And I've yeah. had a lot of people tell me that they have um, increased activity around radio stations. Wow. And this is an old building. Tell. This was built in the 30s for, I think, the Commonwealth Bank. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's going to be a bit of a history. That's almost. I've I mean, got a boring bank days. teller behind me, haven't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll look yes. into you it. You had someone who died in the vault or something. It's me. Scared. I'm moving. <laughs> it's quite funny. One of um, Dolly's favourite actresses is Joanna Lumley, and I remember seeing her on a talk show a few years ago, and she talked about one of the houses she rented in London that um, she felt she went downstairs into either the cellar or in one of the, um, like, you know how they have the um, terraces with the basement flats. And she went downstairs and she actually felt like a rush of wind and it was almost, she, she described it as someone was screaming in her face. And all these things occurred and they lived there for a few months and in the end... They just couldn't live there anymore. They said the disturbances, lights going on and off, slamming doors, they couldn't sleep. So she went downstairs one day and she said, we're leaving because she's had enough. And then she said she could smell um, roses. So they wanted her to get out. And I've always sort of questioned that because I don't think she's potty. I think she's quite compass mentis. So there must have been some sort of... Well, but it's very hard not to... If we could go know. back to yes. Jackie's no, five-year-old sighting. Yes. I'm fascinated not, by I'm it. just wondering, did you tell the little five-year-old to get out or did you get out? What I happened? did. I said, it? get out. You're did not you? welcome. Go wow. away. It took a few days. Now, darling, were you a believer before this happened? Um, I have to say I was a sceptic. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But I, I guess I wasn't a proper sceptic, otherwise I wouldn't have started hunting the paranormal, you know? <laughs> but but, but, but hang on, no, mm-hmm. but you saw the five-year-old before you were a hunter. Mm-hmm. Right, so it kind of, it, you know, probably put you into that direction. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And now that I've started the tours, mm. I, I just expose myself to more haunted locations. It's happening more and more often that without a yeah. shadow of a doubt, I know there's something else here with us. It's not just us. Yes, we're not just making mm. it all up. Definitely so, not. So, darling, when you told her to get out... What did she do? 
she didn't go straight away, unfortunately, <laughs> and there's not much you can do God about it. it. Um, but eventually she did. So what we do is we actually tell them to go to the light. Right. Follow yep. the light. There's a relative over there waiting for them, and yep. she moved on. But the other interesting thing is a lot of people do smell things. You were just mentioning yeah. about the roses. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially from 19th century, women didn't bathe very often. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what they would do is cover themselves with lavender and rose. Ah. So they're the most common smells that we have reportings of. Especially sure late of the night. Nana leaving her old. Her old what, Jenny? Yardly. Her yardly soap. Oh, the yardly soap. Nana's got yardly on, on again. A, soap on a rope. Because you know sometimes they're a bit liberal <laughs> with the old yardly. Well, if she smells of urine mixed with BO, mixed with lavender, um, that, that's a lot of the smells that come oh. through to us. But also the yes. London thing you were yes, talking yes. about. Mm. I actually used to live in London and investigate ghosts as well. Yep. Um, a lot of London's built on plague pits. Literally, they had so many dead bodies they just pile them up so you get these artificial hills in the middle of the city which are actually hills of bodies oh how sad well i was going to talk a little bit later about the tower of london because that's supposed to be the most haunted you know building in england yes brett but well i was i was actually no darling i was i was actually just saying i think jackie might want to stick around for a little bit we've got a bit of a i think we should have a stick around as well right definitely that would be good but we've got a little bit of taste of honey Mm. Not not roses, taste of honey taste with a um, bit of an old boogie woogie. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy, Joy, Joy 94.9. You're catching up with Dolly and Brett and we on Joy 94.9 and we've got a fabulous guest, Jackie from Lantern Ghost Tours. Jackie, you've, you were just ta- telling us um, in the community service announcement about some famous Melbourne landmarks, which are which are haunted, like the Vic Market. What's? Well, I'm a little bit scared now, so I can't get my fruit and veg now because I might have a spirit that comes along with me. Tell us a little bit more about that. I would be very careful if I was you. I think the bad smells aren't just the rotting flesh and vegetables. <laughs> it could fruit. be the rotting fruit, exactly. No, it could actually be the bodies buried underneath. That was an original cemetery. Wow. Was it really? Mm-hmm. And the oh, cemeteries wow. fascinate me because we were just chatting about this, but basically 19th century, you know, yes. medical science was pretty basic. I'd feel your pulse. I'd think, right, he's dead, you know, and then... <laughs> By law, luckily, would have yes. to hold a wake. So yep. you'd lie there in my lounge room, popped on my dining table, surrounded by flowers. Mm. Might sound nice, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was to yeah. cover the smell of decay. Yeah. And people would basically hold a vigil for a week in case you woke up. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that actually happened. But if you didn't wake up, it yeah. wasn't the end. You might actually be buried. Yeah. And sadly, when we excavated coffins from Melbourne and yes. also Williamstown cemeteries, yes. we found a small percentage actually had scratch marks from the inside. Oh, Are you geez. sure that's not a, a bit of an urban myth, sweetheart? No, it's Have you totally seen the scratch true. marks, really? I've seen them. Well, no, I haven't actually. Seen them. <laughs> You're right. You've caught me out there. <laughs> no, but You've ruined a good story, they, they Dolly. Didn't, they didn't ring your little bell, darling, that apparently well, the little, you know. Jackie um, has, because I know that. You and, you and Jamie weren't convinced last week when I said mm. about the the graveyard shift was mm. about people watching graves to make sure people were actually alive or dead. And if that little bell rung, someone was still underground yeah. waiting to... <laughs> I need a ward. It was sophisticated it, technology. It really yeah. was. I'd have a rope going down into the ground tied up to your big toes. If you woke up, you'd roll over. Bell would ring. Someone hopefully would hear it. They'd dig you out. Yeah. And that's where the saying comes from, save by the bell. Oh. Ah. Oh, I've got a second one. I'm going to show off now. (laughs) I don't know if you can guess this one, but it's Dead Ringer. 
A dead ringer. Oh. Was it a ring around the toe, like, a, or was it on the ring finger? The dead person ringing the bell, or however you dead want to ring So basically, then hopefully someone would dig you out, yeah. which sounds great, but it wasn't because you see, cadavers were in short supply, 19th century. So yeah. sometimes the body snatchers were waiting. They'd hit you over the head and sell your body nice and fresh to the surgeons to oh experiment my goodness. on. Oh, really? Down at George Parade, just around from here, Dolly. So maybe it's not <laughs> a teller looking at you. Maybe it's actually one of the uh, <laughs> cadavers or the surgeons. Oh, oh my goodness. Again, I'm very happy that we live in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting, stunning. So there's a few, there's lots of old Melbourne, bu- well, Melbourne's got a lot of old buildings, yes. hasn't it, Danny? So we were just swimming before the um, what a Methodist Ladies College. Do you know about that one? Oh, no, you can teach no, me a little no, bit. Well, I'm not, if you don't know anything about it, I'm not going to talk about it. Princess Theatre. Oh, yes, my favourite ghost haunts that place. Yes. Um, you may have noticed there's a bar there called Federici's Bar. Yes. And mm-hmm. Federici was a very famous opera singer and he started life as Frederick Baker, which, you know, you're never going to make it as an opera no. singer called Frederick Baker. No. So he reinvented himself, said, I'm Federici, and he used to perform all the time. And legend has it, he was performing at the Princess Theatre in Faust and he was playing the role of the devil and in the last scene he was going into the trap doors of hell you know smoke was coming out Mm. he was covered in a red cloak and the audience all applauded but as he fell down the trap door he actually had a massive heart attack and died oh my god what a method actor Exactly, but but wait, there's more. Yes, oh <laughs> no my state goodness. Nice, but there is more. <laughs> Basically, the director was waiting for everyone to um, come off stage. They did their bows, and he said, "Guys, you might have noticed that uh, Federici wasn't bound with you." And they said, "But he was. He was at the front after he had died." Wow, and he's oh. still seen. Today. Is it? Uh-huh. They even save a seat for Federici. Uh, in in costume? They or save a just, seat for Federici. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seen he's seen in costume, and wow. um, a lot of the uh, caretakers and the cleaners I've spoken to have said that he he likes to um, hug and caress them while they're cleaning and vacuuming. Oh, well. a typical Italian. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> likes the females. Well, yes. <laughs> the strangest thing is Federici actually foretold his death on the night of the performance. He said, "Tonight I'll give my finest performance, yet it will kill me." And oh it did. Oh my god! Is that a fact? Mm-hmm. Really? That's it a dead a, yeah, ring effect. That, that's a dead ring effect. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> Darling, oh, have fabulous. you ever had, had any other five-year-olds come up to you? Like, oh. have you, you know, had any spooky other, you know? Yes. Yes, I've had quite a few actually. We've got two ladies of the night in Williamstown. Ladies of the night. Yes, we <gasps> call them the lavender ladies. They used to cover themselves wow. with lavender perfume, much like your your friend you were talking about before, your grandma. <laughs> and um, basically, I was running a tour one night, and all of a sudden. Two people were pushed hard against a wall, opposite sides of the wall, like wow. something had pushed them. And uh, I said to the man, are you okay? And he said, um, I'm fine. It felt like something was caressing me. It actually grabbed and rubbed my thigh. He so said two, of the two of your tour were flung against the wall? Yes, that's right. Given a body search? Yes, pretty well. Well... It was two different experiences. The gentleman said it was quite nice. (laughs) But the lady said to me, it was horrible. It's like someone was trying to attack her. And I said, well, that makes sense. The ladies of the night didn't like her being there, but they liked him being there. They might have thought she was um, competition. 
Exactly. Oh, lordy. But I've actually seen these two ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, I've communicated with them. Yeah. I have basic medium skills. I'm not, yeah. not as strong as some of the people we work with. But we picked up on the names Rosalind and Annabelle and we researched them. And one of them died as, of a workplace injury, I guess you'd say, um, syphilis. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was actually thrown out of a window by a Another a workplace injury. Yeah, exactly. So they're still haunting the building, trying to attract passerbys. Which building is this? Oh, this is the Titanic Theatre Restaurant. Oh, that oh. does look like a... Yeah, it's like a death trap, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's a fantastic place. It? Yeah, it used to be an old pub. And uh, right. the current owner, Andrew, fantastic man, yeah. he's actually converted it into a, um, a lovely Titanic, tribute to the Titanic. You've oh. got steerage, you've got first class. It's, it's a great night do out. Do people go there, do they? Oh, they do. A do lot they? of people do. do yeah. they say, oh, I thought it closed. I, it's still open. No, it's reopened. New oh management. My God. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. So Andrew is running it now. David's it. taken over. But he has ghost tours there too. Um, no? No. Oh, but, he, no. It, but it is haunted. He right. said to me that uh, David said recently he jumped into bed one night and he felt something or someone crawl into bed with him. Oh, that's not good, is oh. it, doing no, That's no. not good. Now, now, obviously, you hear stories from the 19th century and about, you know, when um, the Victoria markets had, um, as we were talking about before, and the ladies of the night in Williamstown. But what about more recent ghosts, like something from the 1950s or the 70s or even, do you know, like, do you Ned get... Ned Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Kelly at the Melbourne Jail. No, but, but like, like... I can't, you know what I mean? Like, because spirits don't just say, well, we're only going to come out because we're from the 19th century. They must be from different times. Oh, there are a lot of modern ones. Um, We don't talk about a lot of the modern ones just because, you know, relatives are still living, etc. A little bit too close to home. But we do have um, at Seaworks in Williamstown, it's old shipbuilding yards. And um, we've actually seen a couple of men walking around there. And we've also seen a man, um, it looks like he's hanging himself. It's really horrible. It's like a residual energy um he climbs up and hangs himself a lot of people have seen that and that was quite a recent spirit um we found out he was quite depressed lost his um wife and his child and took his own life in the old buildings oh how sad it is very sad but but if someone's a little bit concerned because you talked about before having the young girl in your house and you didn't know who she was then you realized it was someone from the past and you asked her politely to go I mean, how successful are people to, to, to actually say, look, this is my house now. What do you need from me? Like, you know how you always hear about people burning candles and incense and all that sort of thing and lifting the spirits. I mean, do you have any recommendations if people would like to sort of have a spirit-free home? Well, there's a lot of different theories. Yeah. Um, I work with a lot of different mediums. But personally for me, I just ask, ask them to leave. I cleanse the house, yeah. um, you know, burn candles and incense, mm. fresh-cut flowers. Um, a lot of people believe you should also cover any mirrors in the house so the spirits yeah. don't get trapped and confused and they can actually go on to the next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the biggest thing, I guess, is not to try and keep them there. Um, we actually find with a lot of recent reports Reportings of hauntings. The spirits are haunting the houses because the loved ones who are living can't let them go. And they're just hanging oh. around to try and make sure they're okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so really the living need to take responsibility and say, it's okay, you can go, I'm fine. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a bit sad, isn't it, Tali? Hey? Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, you're true. Um, and I, I had Corky in my house, darling. Corky? Her name was Corky, yeah. And she died... Um, she died in the bed 
Um, and the milk was left out for a couple of days, and that's how they knew that Corky was dead in a house that I had in Queensland. And um, uh, she was seen a couple of times by yeah. different people, Corky, but I never saw Corky, darling. How old? When did Corky die? Like decades before you moved into the house no, or, or no, recently? No, it was only about, you know, 10 years before I owned the house. Yes, wow. she was an elderly lady. Yeah. And her, she was nicknamed Corky. But I did have the stereo come on, and this might be this energy thing that we're talking about. The stereo did come on at about three o'clock in the morning on a country radio station. <laughs> so maybe Corky was a bit fun, you know, a bit fond of the country music. She likes Slim Dusty. What do you think, darling? Do you know the symbolism of 3 a.m.? <laughs> yes. No. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Yes. You tell. Most activity occurs around 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh. It's to do with the, the atmospheric pressure of the yeah, earth yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the earth's gravitational pull. But there seems to be more activity between 2 and 3 in the morning than any other time of day. Oh, my goodness. So it was corky. It was definitely corky. Chuck it on the stereo. She didn't wow. like what I was playing at the time. Well... <laughs> Yes, well, it happens sometimes, doesn't it? Jackie, I want to say a big thank you for coming in. And obviously, for anyone who is interested in learning a little bit more about what they do, please go to Lantern ghosttours.com that's one word so we're just about run out of time I know we're we? running out of time oh and God. we've got to come back thanks again it's so thank nice you so much, having you Jackie. thank you so much let me know how you go with that teller of yours <laughs> uh, absolutely and you're on listening to Catching Up on Joy 94.9 more of your favourite shows Joy 94.9 Oh, darling, we've run out of time on Catching Up on Joy 94.9 with Dolly and Brett. Thank you so much to the beautiful Jackie. Wasn't she fantastic? She was fantastic. What a storyteller she is. I love having this on uh, Catching Up on Spooky because it's normally because the fabulous Sonia and Sci-Fi and Scream are coming up at 10 o'clock. And they're going to keep talking spooky, aren't they? They are going to keep talking spooky, but I love that we got to explore the spirits And I love the fact I've got someone in the studio besides you, darling. I know. It was nice having a guest. Oh, I feel quite. I, I feel quite happy that someone's listening to us, darling. <laughs> D- darling, we've covered so much tonight, but yes, we, we have. have one final song to play. D- tell us a little bit about this fabulous song by the Marvelettes. Well, the Marvelettes, darling, were a bit of a Motown all-girl group that yes. came out, and this uh, song in particular came out in 1964. He was really saying something. It has been redone by Banana Rama, yes. hasn't it, darling? But it was originally done by the Marvelettes. But this is the Marvelettes version. Oh, this is fabulous. Dolly, it's been another great it's been show. It's a pleasure in a spooky sort of a way. Jamie's back next week. Lovely. We'll uh, see you then. We'll see you kids then. You're on Joy 94.9. Bye. Joy 94.9. We haven't got any more, you see. I oh. thought we started the... T- <laughs> we'll start at the top again. Leave it recording. Leave it recording. Oh, really? Honestly, leave it recording. Oh. Can I say... This is just, this is champagne comedy at its best. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> just leave it recording. Jamie from the top. Australia's best titbits without the tits. Catching up on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.